Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Entertainment Now podcast. My name is Nick. I'm Ian. And uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, make sure you do us all the all the YouTube kind of stuff, thumbs up and comments and all that uh, fun stuff you're supposed to do on there. Make sure you leave us a uh, five star review on Spotify or Apple or wherever you get your your podcasts from. Yeah, um, do it now. And, <laughs> now I say, do it now. Damn it! What uh, what's been going on, Ian? Nothing. Nothing at all. Has the world stopped burning? No. <laughs> okay. It's going to burn for eternity. All right. I will say that, uh, so we, we didn't get to our topic last week. So we're going to try to get to our topic today. <laughs> so, and then the topic we were supposed to talk about today, we'll talk about next week. How about that? Sure. Sure. So last week we were supposed to talk about, what was our topic supposed to be, Ian? Uh, worst TV or movie villains. Yes. Which TV, there's not a whole lot of, because I don't mm-hmm. watch... I don't watch a lot of TV shows that have like real villains in them. Right. Um, I guess like Kingpin maybe would be, uh, you know, that was from he was a, Hawkeye and uh, from Hawkeye or from Daredevil. I mean, but he was awesome in Daredevil. He wasn't, he was a bad villain. Well, he's still, he's still like an evil villain though, guy. I know, I mean, but I thought we were talking about villains that were just not good villains. No, 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 like, no, no. Like the worst fucking people. Like, oh, I misunderstood the top. I misunderstood the topic. That's then. why I was surprised <laughs> that you only had a couple of them. Cause I could right. think there's three off of Game of Thrones I was going to talk about. So, uh, right. Well, that's, that would be, yeah, me. I have three, two. There, actually, uh, there's. I think there's more than that. Really, there's. Uh, there's well, a couple the, the the thing is about Game of Thrones, like, and I've been kind of going back through the series. There is, really isn't any good people in that show. In the grand scheme of things, there's no, a, yeah, no, there's far less anyway. There's a lot of the people that are like villains in the show, have like redeeming moments, right? Right. There, there's a couple that don't. Don't not. Yes. <laughs> I'll go to my deathbed. Saying that Ramsey Bolton is probably the worst person ever to be on screen, like it's pretty arguably. And, and Joffrey and Cersei are not that far behind him. Although I will say that Cersei, there's a couple times where you do feel for her. There is, yeah, you know, um, yeah, there there is some humanity there with her, and that's why it's mainly Joffrey and and know. and Ramsey. Yeah, you know what would have been cool is to see them kill each other. Like Ramsey has a good death. Uh, I, I, I wish it was, I, I haven't it was... seen it yet, but I know what happens, and I've seen the lead up to it. I, I don't think it we be... see enough of it. I wanted to be. I wanted it to be more though. Right. You know, the... I, I, that's like that's one of those cases where I didn't actually want to see him die. I wanted to see him tortured. He just brings that out of me. He wants. I want to see him suffer. Yeah. Because he caused so much suffering in that show. Yeah, actually, you know. I just I just watched the episode where uh, he ran he marries uh, Sansa, and of course rapes her on their wedding night, right? Uh, and continually rapes her for basically the entire time there that she's together. Winterfell. That was that was about the time I had to stop watching it. Once yeah. she got away, I was like, okay, I'm done. I got. She needs to heal. I need to heal. She needs to heal a lot more than I do. But I yeah. need I need <laughs> I need to separate from that for a little while. Ramsey's just one of those people that like enjoys torturing people. Like, right. you no, know, his, his the, their their banner is the flayed man, and that's his yeah. thing. He always, he loves peeling the skin off of his victims. It's uh, right. just uh, if you haven't watched Game of Thrones, he's 
fucking horrible. And that's why when you when you started watching Game of Thrones and all you talked uh, about was how horrible Joffrey was, I kept saying, uh, just wait. Uh, <laughs> I wanted Joffrey. I, I see. I, granted, I want. I came into Game of Thrones much later, so yeah. the show was already over. Like everyone had already, everyone who liked it had already seen it. I started it, and right from the first episode, I knew that Joffrey would die eventually. Yeah, but I didn't know when or how. And I hated his ass from the first scene he's in. Yeah. And it just got worse and worse. Because beginning, he's just a brat. You know, he's just a whiny little fucking brat. But then when he becomes king, oh, it's yeah, like. It's horrible. Yeah. It's how I imagine, imagine Eric Trump would be or Don <laughs> Jr. would be if they became king after the death of Donnie. Yeah. Yeah, Joffrey's just yeah. And I think Joffrey has an appropriate death. Like the way he like chokes to death is is good. Yeah, but, he suffers a little bit, and I guess so does Ramsey. But I just yeah, want Ramsey but... to I want Ramsey to suffer way more. And then the like the other one I was kind of thinking about from Game of Thrones is Tywin Lannister. Which, but Tywin like a lot of the stuff he does is like, especially like early on in the series. He's just trying to clean up all the bullshit that his fucking kids got him in, got the family right. into. He's still not a good person. No, he's not. You know, he's uh, he kind of just comes from a place of just that's just all he's ever known. Yeah, in my opinion, I I'm not not to excuse him, but he just because you can see obviously, and it has a lot more to do with the actor playing him because the uh, Charles Dance is brilliant. Yeah, but um. When he looks at Joffrey, you could just see the contempt in his eyes. He knows Absolutely. this is, you know, this this little shit should not be sitting on the throne, and yeah. that's what I like about him. Yeah. You know that that's that's his redeeming quality. Yes, you know, yeah. Cersei no, never felt that way. You know, she no, just no, wanted no, her no. son on the throne. No, and so. with Cersei, she knew, she knew that uh, that uh, Tyrion had nothing to do with Joffrey's death. Right. And still wanted him dead for Joffrey's death. She just um, wanted him dead. Yeah. Um for killing their mother in childbirth. Right. Because yeah, because yeah, that was totally his fault. God no. <laughs> but those are yeah, so the the but like outside of like those few from Game of Thrones, uh Kingpin. You know, there's yeah, he, not a lot of there's not a lot of other never, TV shows that have like real bad, like right. sinister villains. Right. But to be clear though. There is a we can do a comparison too with Kingpin because there is a movie version of Kingpin played by yeah. Michael, Michael Clark Duncan, who's a great actor, but his version of it. No, Donofrio's Kingpin. Brilliant, yeah. Um, and I blame I blame writing. So when when I thought we were gonna do like the worst villains, like you thought like bad of, ones, like they're like yeah, like villains are just like, well, that's a terrible villain. Um I was going to point that out because at least two of them that I had, it wasn't the actors. I wanted to point out that it was not the actors that made them mad. Yeah. So, but yeah. But uh, like uh, with, with movies, uh, you got Biff Tannen. Biff, Biff's, uh, you know, a, one of those uh, villains that everyone loves to hate. Right. He does it great in, you know, in all the movies, all three right. of them. Even though he's technically playing two separate Tannens. Yeah. And, Actually, three different versions three. of one tannin because he's playing the young version, the old version, and then the rich old version. Yeah. 
yeah. I think the I think the rich old version is the worst of the four of them, though. I mean, oh, by far, by far. Yeah, he's he's he is the the Joffrey of that. Yeah, of that film of the Joffrey. Back to the Future right. franchise. Yeah, because he's just yeah, he's 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 sleazy. Yeah. And you can't talk about like worst villains without talking about Emperor Palpatine. I mean, uh, you know, well, no, you can't because regardless of how you feel about the the prequels, which is Star Wars, if you don't know, if you don't know what I'm talking about, right, right. Um, I don't, I don't count him being in Rise of Skywalker because I don't like that movie. But <laughs> I mean, and I don't have to because he dies in in six, so it's fine. His his storyline is complete as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Um, but all that setup that, and this is kind of the brilliance of George Lucas. He's a great storyteller. He's just terrible at directing actors. He was, he made him a, a very good villain because he gave him his entire, I mean, you show that this is like a 50 year plan. Yeah. You, the, the whole you know, arc to his story, the whole, the whole arc to, to Palpatine's story is, is really good. And, you know, McDermott does a, great job i think he's a little weak in some of the, the prequel episodes but yeah um in the first and second one specifically but by the time you get to the third one when his plan is really when he's really like chewing the scenery with that evil yeah he's got great it. yeah so that's one of my favorite ones uh hans gruber is another great one uh yeah. for ian's favorite uh christmas movie of all time Absolutely. <laughs> it's not a christmas movie but i will way. i don't <laughs> You can say that all you, you want. You you will go to your grave. Believe I will that. go to my grave saying that. But but Alan Rickman, I mean, just one of the great actors of right. our lifetime. Yeah, and another case where I mean, he makes Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, a decent movie yeah. with his villainy in that, and that's that's total scene chewing in that. Yeah, I mean, he is really hamming it up, but it he makes that movie better. Because I, I'm sorry, I like Kevin Costner a little bit, but I, I can't buy him as Robin Hood. Yeah, I never I could. I never no. could. No. But because Alan Rickman is the foil to that, it makes every it just raises the bar for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, an, another great movie, one of my favorite movies of all time, that has two great villains in there ooh. is Silence of the Lambs with Buffalo Bill. Uh, yeah, and of course Hannibal Lecter. Right. Yeah, even though I, I, mean, I mean, even though between the two, Hamill Lecter is the the more evil. Of, of the course, two. of course. See, it's hard for me because I I've seen all the different versions of Hannibal Lecter, um, and I've read the books. And I still, it's not Lecter because Anthony Hopkins made that character as good as he is. Yeah, Brian Cox is a great actor. He plays he played him first in Manhunter. It's weak, but it's the buffalo bill one because i kind of find him to be slightly one-dimensional compared to the well, I mean, there, he, he's not there's not a whole lot of time in the film to really like flesh his character out also i think ted levine did a really good job oh yeah absolutely with, with what he did with him mm -hmm. um but i, I mean I, I still think he's a great character so if you look at the uh, granted there's three two versions well, three versions of the tooth fairy on screen but well two specifically there's uh tom noonan who played him in manhunter and then there's ralph fines who played him in um uh red dragon yeah which is the same story it's just one's called manhunter and one's called red dragon so even taking those two performances out of the equation if you look at the book versions the tooth fairy is a much more 
two dimension or well see closer to three dimensional serial killer above and beyond buffalo bill but it, like you said it's hard to it's hard to separate the performances too i don't know i guess that's one i'm just gonna have to kind of like not necessarily disagree with kind of agree well don't you don't definitely agree on uh Lecter, oh yeah because it's it with it comes to buffalo bill it's a very fine line because you know yeah it's just a fine line yeah and it could really go either way so yeah i'll, I'll buy that and then like the superhero movies have had a bunch of great ones. Uh, jo- the, a lot of shitty know, ones too, but yeah, that's true. But the Joker, uh, Heath Ledger's the Joker. Uh, you could argue that because they're two different versions, you'd say Jack Nicholson's Joker. Absolutely. And then Heath Ledger's Joker. I I mean, obviously the Heath Ledger's one is, you know, that's one for the ages. Yeah. But I, I, I think that Jack Nicholson's Joker is up until that point was definitely one for the ages. It was very hard to top his performance until that came. Yeah, out. absolutely. Because I mean, if you figure, you know, the there wasn't a whole lot of really highly successful superhero movies right. when when the first Batman movie came out. So it wasn't like a long list of you, great villains. No, you really just had J- Gene Hackman's Lex Luthor from the Superman. Yeah, movie. that's it. That's and it. I always found him too 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 one dimensional. Again, not performance at, wise. At, at times, for sure. Yeah, not not performance wise, because Gene Hackman again is another, um, you know, fine actor. But it just that his his motivations and very one dimensional character. In my yeah. Opinion. So, uh, but uh, Green Goblin from the from a couple of the of the uh, Spider Man movies, I thought that was a, a great one, mm-hmm. uh, and I was glad to see him get. Uh, uh, brought uh, back in in the last uh spider-man movie right yeah uh william Def- willem defoe's uh portrayal of the green goblin because that that's a that's a villain from the comics that is kind of hard to do i think without making him too just cheesy yeah. you know and there are times where it it comes off cheesy with him too but it works you know so yeah i'll go for that let yeah. me throw one out because again my oh, list yeah. was gone but uh con <laughs> Star Trek, yeah. um, because he's one of those villains who's, I mean, he's a bad guy from the beginning, but his motivations are are from a place that's not necessarily bad. Yeah, even though it's revenge and and all that, it's just Ricardo Montalban played that with a nice, just the the an equal amount of relish and and true just direct acting yeah. that made it just so great. So, yeah. yeah uh well that kind of popped into my head you know just as we were talking is uh i don't remember the name of the character but uh jennifer jason lee's character in uh single white female yeah i don't remember her name either in that i don't movie. remember her name but man that, that like there weren't female roles or female villains like that right at that time yeah at no, least to, right. to, to that level i'm kind of having a hard time thinking of one sense other like than that, the, like Cersei. I mean, just in terms of of where that madness takes you. Um, what was the movie with um? Ah, oh, fuck. What was the name of that movie? Uh, Gone, uh, Gone Girl. Is that? Uh... Oh, with uh, Casey Affleck and uh... no, no, no. Ben Affleck played the husband, and she like disappeared, and everyone blamed him for her murder. And then she came back and she was fucking crazy. 
I, 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 to be, I, I'm gonna lose some of my my credibility here, but I've never seen Gone Girl. I thought pretty, Casey Affleck I'm, was in that. I'm pretty sure that was the name of it. I, I mean, I Ben Affleck, I think, directed that. Yeah, uh, David yeah. Fincher directed. Oh, David Fincher. That. Oh, wow, and I haven't seen that because I love David Fincher. Yeah, I'm, it's. I'm uh, gonna have to watch it now. Well, yeah, no, I kind of gave away part of the plot of the movie, but yeah, right. she's. Okay. Yeah, so his. I think it was like they'd been married like for a couple of years and she like disappears. It looks like she had been murdered in their house mm-hmm. and everyone blamed Ben Affleck for it. And then come to find out she had staged the whole fucking thing. Oh, speaking so, of yeah, David she- Fincher, I got another one there. Uh, the prophet or John Doe from seven. Absolutely. I, that was one of the next ones I was going to bring up. Oh, that, okay. And, and, and uh, John Doe is a character that, isn't he's not in seven very very much no no he's in the last uh 10 minutes 15 minutes of the movie something perhaps? like that something like that i mean his presence is felt is felt throughout the whole film but yeah uh but yeah the on, seven's, on seven's a great seven's a great movie it really is um i'm really glad they didn't go with the sequel they had written for it it was it sounded like it would have been shitty oh really yeah it was <sighs> It was going to be called Somerset. It was going to focus on Morgan Freeman's character, which is, I thought, a good way to go. But there was something about the plot. I don't remember what it was. It just sounded stupid. Hmm. But now it's too late because I think Morgan Freeman's just too old for it. No? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, well, they'll, re- they'll remake it here in 10, year, 10 or 15 years anyway. Speaking of, uh, speaking of what's his name from, from Seven, um, about Kaiser Soze, the usual yeah, suspects. Yeah, Absolutely. One of those villains that you never would have fucking guessed during the whole fucking movie who it was until the very end. Like, well, and and that reveal just completely upends the whole movie because we're we're watching the film from his story, so we're yeah. seeing his perspective, and then you find out that his perspective is not. It's all bullshit. The whole movie was bullshit, essentially. Yeah, he, so. yeah, because he he picked everything off of the board that was behind the cop that right. he was talking to. Yeah, I think I think when I've. When I sat down and analyzed it, I think a lot of what he talked about happened, but it didn't happen the way that he said it did, yeah. because the end result is the same yeah. in terms of you know those those the main those characters are are dead and they were part of all this, but it's all about how he told the story. And it was just all bullshit. Yeah, you know. And so, that, yeah, I that, love that. The great thing about the, that movie, at least for me, that was a movie that me and my girlfriend at the time we had gone to the movie theater of the mall when it was still at the mall. And we didn't know what to see. So I was like, all right, fine, let's go see this. Didn't know anything about the fucking movie. And then, like, I remember the end of it, I was just, like, fucking floored at, right. by the end of that movie. Yeah. Well, the first time I saw it, you, it was, I, you're, you know, watching on DVD or whatever. I had, I had on VHS. Did you? Then we may have been VHS. And you're like, you gotta, you gotta watch this movie. And yeah, yeah it was, uh, yeah, I mean, actually, I need to watch it again. I haven't watched it. In yeah, I need, I need to get, I need to buy a copy of that. I'll have it on you know, Blu-ray. Buy it on Blu-ray. But uh, another great one. I'm not a huge fan of this movie. I know you are, mm-hmm. Alex from A Clockwork Orange. Yes. Yeah, you know, because that's another situation where it's like he's he's truly the bad guy, but then the way the situation changes, you feel for him, but yeah. then at the end he's bad again. It's like. Yeah, I definitely would put Alex up there. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember his last name. It was a weird last name. Um, 
I don't know. I just I just have Alex from A Clockwork Orange right on my list. Mm-hmm. And the the character from Gone Girl is Amy Dunn. That's the the character from the character's Gone name, Girl. not yeah. the actress. Okay. No. Uh what about Jack Nicholson in the show? Uh, Ro- Roseman uh Rosa Roseman Pike played yeah. uh, uh played uh, Amy. That's funny. She's in a movie that I would have picked a like a not a good villain from Oh really? Yeah, uh Gustav Graves in Die Another Day. Oh yeah. He just didn't he was a terrible Bond villain. Um brought the movie down too a little bit. I enjoyed the movie mostly, but I think my uh, favorite Bond villain though, since you mentioned Bond, is uh what's his name from uh Skyfall? Uh fuck. What? Oh Harvey uh Javier Bardem. Yeah, what's the name? What's the name of the character though? Uh remember. I can remember actors' names. I'm bad with character names. Raul, Raul Sylvia. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know if I put Christoph Waltz's blow, uh, um, Blofeld in there. Uh, uh, I wouldn't, because I don't know. There's just something. But then again, that character really was only ever done good once. Yeah, and that was in uh, you only lived twice. But that's because that's when you get introduced to him. So I don't know. Yeah. To say. Um, but yeah, that that's. Javier Bardem's character in, in Skyfall is a great villain. I could argue that Mads Mikkelsen plays a good villain too in Casino Royale. Yeah. I yeah, I could him. agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I call him a great villain, but he's a good one. I was trying to think of any other like really great ones from Classic Bond. Yeah. Uh, Christopher Lee in Man of the Golden Gun was pretty decent. I don't know about Dr. No. Which, well, that was Casino Royale. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's hard because once you get into specifically even like the the Roger Moore, excuse me, the Roger Moore Bond movies, the villains get really cartoony. Yeah. So yeah, so yeah, yeah I think the the most recent ones have some of the best Bond ones. But go go ahead with what you're what you're gonna. Say. Oh, I was asking. I was just asking because you mentioned Alex from Clockwork Orange. I was just gonna go jump logically to Jack Nicholson in The Shining, being it's a Kubrick film. Yeah, because yes, I mean the answer is yes. He's a great villain, but it's difficult because there's so much gray area as to whether or not he was evil or if it was the the ghosts. Yeah, that's or if kind there of was like... even any ghosts because Kubrick made that film very, you know, up to interpretation. That's interesting. I never really thought about the possibility of there wasn't any ghosts well there's a lot of people out there who swear that they don't think there is they swear that it's strictly just uh, a mental breakdown but there's one specific part that argues against that and that's how did the hell did he get out of the the um pantry yeah because it was locked from the outside so yeah. the only way he could have got it out is if the ghost had let him out and then they could argue why why did wendy see all the ghostly stuff when she finally got out of the room so you know there's that but up until that point if you take that one part out it's very easy to interpret it as though it's just him having a complete mental breakdown interesting interesting but if you watch the sequel it 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 totally becomes supernatural at that point but um which is fine because either either side of that is still doesn't take away from the movie being either side of it no he's a great one definitely um one that I kind of go back and forth on 
is Gordon Gecko from from Wall Street. Definitely, I mean, is a villain, but I don't know like how like big of a villain is he? No more than pretty much any CEO working today. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe even back then. That's true. You know, that's true. To many of us, they, they are villains, but what makes them good villains? I mean, we here's don't a great here's a great one. Detective Alonzo Harris from Training Day. Uh Denzel mm-hmm. Washington did a great fucking job. Won a, won an Oscar for it. Yeah. And he is a bad person. Absolutely. <laughs> one uh, of the most corrupt fucking cops you'll ever see. Or one of the most corrupt people you'll see on, uh, in a movie, right? Yeah, I don't know. That's a good. That's another a good one, one. That, and another one that really has no redeeming qualities, right? At all. I in, don't mind. I don't, my villains can have redeeming qualities as long as it doesn't. As long as you don't get too sympathetic about them. Yeah, and that, the that really comes down to the acting mostly. I so. think what Denzel Washington did. So great in that role, and it, it some of it's his acting, some of it, probably a lot of it's the way it was written. Is there are parts in that movie, like when you start seeing his character and like how bad his character is, then there's other parts you're like, oh, well, maybe I kind of misjudged him, and maybe he's not really that bad. And you're like, oh, fuck, he's like really fucking bad, right? Right? <laughs> yeah, that's that's probably a combination writing and acting for sure. Because yeah. because obviously he had to, they had to be on the page too. Yeah. But in in the hands of a less qualified actor, who knows? It may, may not have played right. Yeah. So, and of course, you got all the all the great slashers: Freddy, yeah. Jason, Michael Myers, mm. uh, Leatherface, the classics. You know, right? And kind of adds a different dynamic because if I had to pick one of one of those as the good villain, as the you know the, it would have to be Freddy. Even though I wouldn't say Freddy's my favorite of the bunch, but if just looking at them on a villain level, because Michael and Jason are just, and even Leatherface are just motivated. They're killers. Solely, they're just they're sharks. Yeah, they're they're just doing what they do. Uh, whereas Freddy, Freddy's fucking evil. Yeah, because you know you don't go from being a child killer to you know a dream killer from any good point. No, <laughs> so. He, know, had Jason, no good, he had no good qualities in right. life or death. Right. Jason was at least, you know, he was tormented as a child because he had uh, uh, physical deformities. You could argue that it was he, he his accidental drowning was negligence. I don't know if I necessarily believe that, but. Well, um, I mean, the way the, the way the movie plays out, it is. I mean. The the counselors well, the counselors are all getting they're all banging each other instead of watching the kids. But yes, but that up until Freddy versus Jason, we're only seeing that perspective from from the mother. So yes. you know, there you could argue that it, it, it was an accident. Accidents happen. You know, she focused her blame on them, focused yeah. it on that whole idea. But you know, and Michael, same thing. It's like you could just look at him like. Because up until he's six years old, he's fine. Then he just yeah. snaps. And after that, it's just shark. He's just going in one direction Yeah. for his, you know, whatever. Leatherface was raised that way. Yeah. I would, you know, I definitely, yeah, I, I, I definitely agree that there's more nuance to Freddy's character right. than the other ones. Jason right. will still be my favorite, but. Yeah. Of the of the slashers, yeah, I don't know where I fall on favorites, but um, if you're breaking it down strictly on a on a level of villainy, 
Freddy is it, you know. Freddy's yeah. Freddy's the villain, so yeah, or Chucky, but oh yeah, Chucky's see, another great yeah, one. It's hard to see Chucky as an actual villain because he's a fucking doll. Yeah, Although they, they've done a great job of keeping his 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 storylines going. I will um, say that out of out of all the like slasher movies from the eighties, the Child's Play series or the Chucky series, I think has probably done the best to stay consistent at least absolutely and, and, and relevant with what they're doing yeah and then that has a lot to do with uh the creator don mancini because yeah. yeah. he's been with it since the beginning except for the yeah. remake which i still haven't seen people yeah. say it's all right but it's not really a technically a remake it's really just a similar story with the name popped on it yeah but uh but yeah he's been the the driving force and that's why because there's always consistency throughout the sequels even when they've tried to do different things there's still a level of consistency with it yeah. so you're right and season i mean it's the chucky tv shows in its third season right now it's got great reviews and it's getting good reviews yeah, yeah. I, I i haven't seen the second or third season yet i watched the first yeah. season the first i haven't season, seen any first, of it but first season was decent it isn't it on good. like shutter or one of those or slasher or one of those? no it's on uh you can watch it on peacock right now oh, okay it, it was originally on no, it's always been on Peacock, but it's not. It's I think the broadcast channel is USA. Okay. So, but it's it's Peacock. So you can, what's yeah, the, what's uh, the what's that slasher streaming service? Well, it's Shutter's a horror. Movie okay, okay, that's what I'm thinking of. Okay. Yeah. So, um, another great one is uh, Calvin Candy from Django. With uh, uh DiCaprio's character. Yeah. 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 The, he's pretty. Pro- probably the most memed. <laughs> of any villain <laughs> like well i don't know i see that that meme of him from uh once upon a time in hollywood where he's pointing at the screen i see me yeah. more than i see the the Django guy but yeah he's he's that's a bad character yes i mean he does a great job with it but yeah that's probably and i'm not even a big fan of of him as an actor me neither uh but, but he does good. a great job in that movie see here's the thing i i think dicaprio is a good actor I just don't think he's like at the level that everyone seems to think he is, or at the very least yeah. the level he thinks he is. You know, I just, I mean, he, he'll probably go down in history as one of the, the great leading men, but I just don't see it. You know, yeah. I, he's, he's good, but I, I think there's other actors out there who are better than him and they don't get anywhere near the recognition. That he gets. Yeah. I, I can definitely see that. And, uh, I will say that he could he could have got on that fucking piece of wood. Just saying. <laughs> I agree. I agree. There, there, there was room. At the, the very bit, he still that bitch should have slid over. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree hundred <laughs> percent. I, I still I still like that fan theory that he did survive and he is uh uh the great Gatsby. Yeah. I, I like that. that. I don't know if it really works timeline wise, but I like that. Yeah, I'm theory. not sure. I'm not sure. What the what what well, the I mean, it was. Is there? The Gatsby takes place in the twenties. Yeah. And if you look at the his age progression from ninety seven se- yeah, nineteen seventeen. Uh, well, it was is that when the Gatsby takes place? No, it's when Titanic. No, nineteen twelve. Oh, nineteen twelve, you're right. Uh so yeah, from like nineteen twelve, which is nineteen ninety seven to whatever two thousand twelve when Great yeah, Gatsby so fif- comes fifteen up. years, it's you know, it kind of works. Gatsby is what it was what it was called. Yeah, right. I don't know. I didn't. I which really which like he did a great job in that movie too. I actually have that on Blu-ray. I should probably watch it. Yeah, I, I only watched it once. I wasn't. I wasn't impressed. Yeah. Overall, what, I never. Uh, I never liked that story though. So, where do you fall on uh, Voldemort? 
Because there are some movies where I think he is a great villain, and then other ones where it's like, eh. Well, see, the sad thing is, is that up until the fourth movie, it's you don't really see him because it's yeah. the first one is just his face; it's a different actor. Um, so once you get Ralph Fiennes in it in the fourth film, the problem is, is he was so in the shadows, like he could be as great as Palpatine is, but. It, the the machinations all the 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 plotting and stuff that goes in a lot of it is just almost accidental yeah. because you know technically he's defeated by an infant child which sends him into hiding in the first place or you know messes him up so he's in hiding and once he comes back it's just like well i'm back let's start back where we where we were and it's kind of starting from zero yeah I don't know, and that, it's probably another situation where I, if if it was a different actor, I'd say no. But he's a good enough actor, and he pulls it off well. It, it works. That it works, yeah. But he's not not anywhere li- in the same level as like a Palpatine or yeah any of the other ones we've mentioned. Unfortunately, I did know. come I did come across another great female ver- villain. Oh, okay, cool. Annie Wilkes. Oh yeah, but again though, so yes. Because she plays, it's Kathy Bates playing that character brilliantly. But that's just, that's just someone with extreme mental illness. Yeah. You know, it's not coming from anywhere that's, that's, that's technically evil or, or necessarily evil. She well, does she's evil a, things. she's a bad villain though, man. Yeah. She so does. Like, <laughs> I mean, she's a scary character. Especially in the books. She's even worse in the fucking books. Right. Cause she chops his fucking light. She it's chops true. his feet off in the book. Right. I don't know what she does with the with the sledgehammer thing looks worse than chopping to me. Yeah, <laughs> I think I'd rather lose them rather than have that happen. But um, yeah, I don't know. It definitely again, this is a lot of times with these villains on the page, they probably would come off as yeah, in the in the hands of the right actor or actress. Yeah, they that's work. what bring, it works. Yeah, and that's a case where now, granted, I I haven't read Misery since I was like fourteen years old. Yeah. So I'd have to go back and reread it and see how bad she is in the book. But at least the way, because I've seen the movie more recently, and it seems to me like the way it's portrayed in the film is it's really just, she's just not there mentally. She's She's got severe mental illness. And maybe, again, I could be looking at it from a 21st century perspective, yeah. too, where we're a little bit more understanding of, of that than we were say 1988 when that film came out was it 88 when that came out i believe so 88 or 89 i was thinking it was 1990 this is 1990 was it 90 yeah okay uh and a poor old sonny he just found himself in the wrong place at the wrong time constantly yeah. <laughs> to, whether whether it's a checkpoint or a uh, toll booth yeah. or just or driving side down side, the side of a mountain right yeah <laughs> Then he, gets, one... then he gets stuck being the, the father of Will Ferrell's character in Elf. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, downhill from there. From there. <laughs> there is one villain that is like super evil, does really bad things, but I kind of sympathize a little bit with. I kind of see, I kind of see. Oh, where, I already, know. I, already know. I know exactly who you're going to say. Who am I talking about? You're talking about Thanos. <laughs> Fucking Thanos. <laughs> Thanos was right. Damn it. 
I think he was. I think he was. So, like, the whole idea behind Thanos, or what Thanos was trying to do, was on his home planet, he saw the death and the war and everything that came with overpopulation. So his idea was, okay, I'm going to snap away half of all the existence in the universe and make sure that no one has to go through and see the atrocities that he went through growing up. Mm-hmm. So there's like, okay, I, I can see, and then I see society today. I'm like, well, fuck, maybe we need to lose half of the people. Now, granted, you know the the arbitrary way that you know it happened, and like, well, if it's not arbitrary, then it's then it becomes evil. Yeah, yeah, you're just, right. Just in the act, because yeah, then then you're saying this person's not good enough to live, but this person is, and then you have to justify why, and because we're human, and because we we live in this in a society that's essentially based on power, you're always going to pick the rich people, even though they don't necessarily deserve to live any more than the person who has nothing deserves to live. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. it either has to be arbitrary or nothing. Yeah. Has to be I will say the, the thing that never made sense to me about the whole snap and all that was when they brought everyone back, when they snapped everyone back, they went back to where they were, when they were snapped away. Right. right. So where did the people that were flying on airplanes go? Like, they're just like, Oh, I'm here. Ah! Like, they fall to earth. And, and, it, and to them, it was instantaneous. So they're, they're in a plane seat. And then all of a sudden the plane's gone and they're just falling. They're, they're moving forward and down at the same speed. They were flying, which oh would probably gosh. rip them apart. too. Yes. Just like a bunch of just, People just flying out of the sky. Yeah. Because you figure, I mean, there's airplanes all over the place. But Well, two things. One, it's it's a superhero movie. And two, it's a Disney superhero movie. Yeah. We're not going to really talk about that. Okay. Because, I mean, there are people on boats. Fell right into the water. If you're on yeah. a cruise ship in the middle of the Atlantic, you just, boop, you're yep. gone. Um, or if you were taking your sub to the, to the Titanic, right. you're like, you back and you're like. Or imagine you're sitting somewhere. water. You're, say you're in a, a small area, you're just standing in like a, a field. And when you snap back, you're now underneath a building. Yeah. Because there's a building there now. Because they did build stuff during the, the five years that ever people were gone. Yeah. You know, there were a lot of depressed people. And I can I can see that, but yeah. I don't know. I definitely see Thanos' thinking too. You're like on your roller coaster and you snapped away and you snap back and you like fall from the top of the roller coaster. Right. Yeah. Cause, the, Cause where you were, you're, you're inverted when you snapped away or you just, you just appear and you're now on the track and another, <laughs> <laughs> you just get hit because of, you know, you're not going to reappear in the same seat. You're going to re- reappear where you were, you know, in space. So when the Avengers snapped everyone back, they probably caused a lot of deaths also. I would imagine. But here's the funny thing. When they brought everyone back, when they reversed the snap, the planet itself was probably in a different position, too. <laughs> Very true. So some people might have been floating around in space. <laughs> Theoretically. I mean, yeah. we're going to be realistic about it. I know they didn't, but, you know, if we're being realistic about it, you know, five years is a long time. The, the planet isn't exactly where it was. You're right. And, it, and if it's a different time of the day or a different time of the year, it's definitely not where it was. Yeah. So yeah. if that were real, all, all all the problems that we've that we have with the snap, but I will say that's the one thing I loved. I still, about I the, still think I still think he was right. Well, that's the one thing I loved about the Hawkeye 
the Disney Plus show as like he walks in to go use the urinal or whatever the bathroom and then someone had written on the wall Thanos was right. <laughs> yep. It's like because he was right. Which you know, to be fair, I mean, I get why people didn't want. I mean, he lost his whole family. Yeah. Hawkeye, Hawkeye did. You lost friends. You lose loved ones. It's but when it's like eye. arbitrary like that, everyone does. Like everybody loses yeah. somebody, right? Yeah, I don't know. I th- I just feel like, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to because it's fiction, but. Oh yeah, uh, and and I joke and jokingly say that you know, Thanos is right, and I'd be lying if I said that at least once a week. I don't think, man, it's only Thanos was here right now. <laughs> but yeah, it's tough because you know, you know, if you are one of the lucky ones who gets to stick stay behind, you know, you're you're gonna see a lot of hurt people, and that's that's sad. Yeah, and, you figured one out of every two people you know is gonna be gone. Theoretically, yeah. I mean, it's the odds. And, yeah, and then and I mean, I would say that anyone who vanished in the in the snap was probably pretty lucky too. They were never going to have to suffer. Their death was not yeah. painful. They just ceased to exist. And yeah. at some point or another, we're all going to do that anyway. But some of us might be do that way more painfully than what happened to them. So you know, it could have been a blessing, and so for some people too. Yeah. The uh, another great uh, Quentin Tarantino movie. Has a really bad villain is uh Hans Landa Christopher uh Christopher Waltz from uh Inglorious Bastards. Oh, yeah, I didn't know his name in the movie. Oh, yeah, he's, yeah. he's I didn't good. know his name either until I looked it up. Yeah, he's That's, good, he man. has a great one, and he's one of those ones that has like some redeeming moments in the, in the movie. But well, see, that's that's the thing. But technically, Quentin Tarantino doesn't write movies with good people in them, no. <laughs> So there are no heroes in Quentin Tarantino's movies. I mean, there are to some degree, but they're heroes yeah. of that particular story. They're not yes. heroes in the in the grand scheme. Yeah. Um, you know, the bride and and Kill Bill, you're on her side through the whole thing, but she was an assassin. Yeah. You know, and she's getting revenge because they turned the tables on her and tried to assassinate her. Yeah. Granted, they she thought they killed her daughter too, but um they uh so it's a definitely a big gray area, but you're you're siding with her through the whole thing. Although I wouldn't, I would as much as I hate to say it, because I think David Cassidy was a a good um, actor, or not not David Cassidy, David Carradine was a great actor. And it's just the way he was written. It's just, he wasn't a good villain because yeah. he wasn't really a villain. I mean, in the grand scheme, but he, it was him who turned on her because she tried to leave him. Another you, you, good. You haven't seen those movies yet, have you? Bill Bill. Yeah, I saw the first one. I didn't okay. see the second one. Okay. Another great uh, female villain is uh, Alex Forrest from uh, Fatal Attraction, played by Glenn yeah. Close. Yeah, but again, it's another another one like the Annie Wilkes thing with uh, mental illness. Yeah, she really is. She truly responsible for the, her actions, or is it really just her her mental breakdown or inability to see reality as it is? You know. Another another one of my favorites from one of my favorite movies of all time is Tyler Durden from uh, Fight Club. Again, though, is he the villain? Of course he is. How? How is he the villain? Well, he's the one that like has the whole plot to blow up. Does he, though? Or is that just something that grows organically out of the people who to turn him from just this guy who created the Fight Club 
to this like almost messianic character. Yeah. And start seeing him as like this, you know, chosen guru. I don't know. I wouldn't call him a good guy, but I don't necessarily see him as the villain. Especially since Tyler Durden doesn't really exist. No. It's, you know, it's all in a, it's all it's in all the, what's his head. In his head. Yeah. And and when he finally comes out of that that split personality thing at the end and realizes that Tyler Durden doesn't really exist, he's just as surprised by all the shit going on around him as yeah. as anyone else would be. So I don't know. It's a that's one of those philosophical ones we're gonna have to or add to the list of philosophical ones anyway. Another great one that I love. I gotta find out. Hold on one second. Uh is oh his name. Elijah Price, which is Mr. Glass from Split from yeah. uh the what was the other two movies? Uh well Unbreakable. Split, Unbreakable, uh Split and Glass, and Glass were, the, yeah. were the three movies. So, which I still haven't seen Glass or Split yet. Oh, you haven't? No. Oh man, you gotta see those. Those are, those are great movies. As much as, I, as much as I like Unbreakable. Unbreakable, I think Split is an even better movie. Really? Unbreakable. That's hard because Unbreakable is a great movie, but yeah, uh, it was. I think Glass might not be. Glass probably isn't as relevant to the story as, right. as the first two are. It was kind of like just the culmination of the two, right? Yeah. Yeah. And well, I, Glass obviously gives a lot more backstory to Elijah Price's story the, yeah. yeah to to his character it's his film more than unbreakable yes. was because unbreakable yeah. is really bruce willis's film yeah yeah okay. and then so, and then since you haven't seen split i can't really say what happens in split but well I, I know enough about it i mean he's you know i get it but um yeah don't don't tell me anything i'd rather yeah. see it fresh because you know I, I have a hard time with them right Shyamalan films anyway yeah um here's another not, great question not having for, seen split or glass his last good movie was Unbreakable, and it was his second film. Yeah. So, here's the question, though: okay. Which side do you fall on? The original Pennywise or the new Pennywise? Ooh, because they're two very different characters. They're not, though. I mean, the, their origin is the same. Their their drive is the okay. Same. Fine. I should say they're played very differently. They're they're played differently. Um, without discrediting anybody because i think they're both very good performances i'm going to side with tim curry just because that's that's where i fall to he it's tim curry i mean yeah. i'm it could be i'm just biased but yeah it's tim curry i'm gonna go with tim curry's i think tim curry had, had tim curry played or tim curry at the age of when he played pennywise in the original one had he been that same age and, re- and played the same character in the second film, I think would the 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 second set of films would have been better than the original. Yeah, that's possible. Bill Skarsgård does a great job, though. But there's just I don't know. There's something slightly more. There's a more of a childlikeness, child childishness to. Tim Curry's performance that there's more ups, of like a cartoonish ups, kind of yeah, but it ups yeah. the the scare factor a little bit. Does Whereas it? with this Bill Skarsgård version, it's a lot more like there's a sinister version. It's a bit more sinister, it. yeah. 
you know, he's playing with body parts and, you know, whereas Tim Curry's version isn't, but I mean, that does sound the filmmaking. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I'm just, I'm always going to, I'm a, I'm a Tim Curry guy. So, yeah. Oh, I'm kind of running out of names here, man. Yeah. Um, cause some of the ones I was kind of scrolled through, we've already either talked about, or I really don't agree with, but right. you know, like they've got the shark in here from jaws. Like, <laughs> how is that a it's villain a, it's just it's a shark <laughs> it's arguably even more of a MacGuffin than it is a shark or a villain yeah i guess i i guess the last one i'll mention is like the obvious one and is the one that like has been on multiple lists at number one for the worst villain and that's darth vader palpatine's worse you think so yeah and i i mean if if we didn't have the prequels, we wouldn't have. I wouldn't be able to say that about Palpatine though, because we'd only have really one movie. Yeah. But if you take Anakin's storyline out of Anakin, not Darth Vader, Anakin's storyline, and you really just focus on Palpatine's story, then Vader's up there. But the problem is, is he's been humanized now. Yeah. We know where he came from. We know a lot of what drove him to where he went. The things that he did after the fact, yes, they were evil. But it's it's not like Palpatine where it's just purely evil. Palpatine's motivations are are power, control, and death and destruction. I mean, he is yeah. from from his beginning, his core is always there. Whereas, like I said, Darth Vader's been humanized. I mean, he was humanized in Episode Six, so really, yeah. I, mean, I you could argue that he never really was the great villain he in one film i think he's he, probably he's, the most iconic villain yeah in one film he's the great villain and that's empire strikes back in the first one he's really just the sidekick to tarkin and in return of the jedi he's he's redeemed so yeah. it's really just the one film and even if you take in some of the newer canon that's been added like obi-wan it's still coming from a place of just what happened to him before it's yeah. revenge and anger over what how how his fight with Obi Wan ended. So uh, I don't know. I don't I don't see him as the greatest villain. He's a good villain, but he's not the greatest by far. Many of the of the other ones we've mentioned are much more sinister, much more evil than I think Darth Vader could. And that's even taking into account that he killed children. You know. Yeah. Which off screen, so it doesn't have the same impact anyway. Not that I want to see children getting killed, but you know, it's the implication. It's kind of like Freddy. It's hard to see Freddy for, like I said, in quotes, air quotes, child killer, because in real life he would have not been. He would have been a child killer, but he would have also been doing other things. Yeah, it's hard to see that because it's all off screen, and it's and again, it's he's only called a killer. It's there's a that separation where if you don't see it or don't see the effects of it directly, it's it's easy to kind of forget about it. Yeah. And you're only focusing on what he's doing right now. So. There's another list I pulled up. It had in their top 10, the Riddler from the Batman, which I don't see that at all. Like he was no. more fighting like political corruption than anything, but yeah, I, I really would... see him as a, like a evil villain. No, I never really saw the Riddlers of evil villain, even in any of any, in every, any of his versions. Yeah. He's always just, you know, He's, he's an intelligent villain. He's really just a crook at the end of the day. Pretty much. And so was really the Joker for a good portion of his uh, comic book history. Just, you know, just a crook. 
Here's it another good until, one. Well, oh, God. Well, no, I was going to say, it wasn't until the Jack Nicholson and, and Heath Ledger versions of the Joker where that character had some depth. But yeah. Jim Carrey wasn't bringing any depth to the Riddler in Absolutely not. forever. And no. Paul Dano did a great job. His character's good and it's well written, but it's not, I wouldn't call him a great villain. Yeah. Anyone else you got to add to the list, Ian? Not that I can think of. Because I, I just thought of one more. Okay. And that's uh, Commodus from Gladiator. Uh, I think what, I, Phoenix, yeah. I think it's probably, it, I think it's one of Joaquin Phoenix's best roles. Well, and I, I, yeah. I think he, I think he really helped. His character really helped make Gladiator what it was. Is he worse than Joffrey? No, similar character. No, yeah. no. Or, or uh, yeah, I, I guess I, I guess there is a lot of similarities between the There's two. There's a lot of similarities sure. between the characters. Um, but uh, no, Joffrey. No, I, I would, I would argue that. Out of a lot of the villains we talked about, Joffrey is worse than than them. Most of them, yeah. Well, it's not worse than Ramsey, but no, no, maybe second to Ramsey. I'm sure that probably Hitler would probably watch Game of Thrones and be like, "Whoa, that Ramsey guy, man, he's he's bad." <laughs> well, we're not talking real world villains. Right? I know that. I know that. Because obviously, obviously, Hitler is worse than Ramsey Bolton, but. Well, because he's real. Yeah, because he's real. Right. And he did real atrocities, not TV they, atrocities. Not TV atrocities, yeah. But as far as like speaking, TV stuff goes, like historically what, speaking, I was gonna say I, Genghis Khan is probably worse than Hitler. Historically speaking. Probably. Yeah. Alexander the Great, even maybe up there too. But uh, uh I don't know. Anything else you gotta add to the yeah. I, I, I felt like was kind of, I felt like it was kind of fun to kind of go over a bunch of you know, yeah. villains villains don't get the the limelight or, or or a positive light very often so they don't and i'll tell you that a lot of times a movie uh they're the they're the linchpin for a lot of movies too if the villain is bad the movie's gonna suck you know yeah. and it could be again it, generally speaking it's how the villains are written but you know you get the wrong actor in there it falls apart uh, one of the ones I was going to pick for bad villains was uh, Ruafo from Star Trek Insurrection. Yeah. Played by a brilliant actor. F. Murray Abraham's a fantastic actor. But the character just was not written well, and it ruins the whole fucking movie. Yeah. Well, it's the other things are in it, too. But that ruins it, too. You know, but you, you'll see it all the time. Even Even movies that people like tend to judge the villains much harsher than they judge the rest of the movies. Yeah, it's true. Gar- Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Ego was not a great villain, and people judged it. Same yeah. with Hela from Thor three. You know, well, none of the whole, none of the Thor movies ever had great villains. Well, Loki was technically the villain of the first one, and he's gone on to have his own show. Yeah, so. he was more of like a an Avengers thrill a villain though. Right. Well, he was he was the primary villain in the first Thor movie. Yeah had had he not been in in any other movies. Loki wouldn't still be part of the MCU. Sure. But I don't know, if you got any uh, questions or comments, you can email us at entnowpod at gmail.com. Check us out on Facebook. Make sure you give us a thumbs up on on YouTube and all that. So, I had to burp okay? there for a second. Okay? <laughs> Drinking too much pop while we're recording. Right. Uh, yeah, make sure you give us a thumbs up, all the YouTube kind of stuff. Give us a five-star review. Uh, that's about it. Until next time. Talk to y'all later. Peace.
play my role, let me tell you about it. This shit right here, man, I'm about about it. Only real niggas reside around me. Yo, lady, drop a card around me. Dip like I know you can, bitch. Show me the rust like we in the ring. Got you took over, you wanna hang. Shoulder to shoulder, the niggas basic. You know I won't lie. You know that I ain't for the fuck shit. You niggas alright, but I'm way better and she love it. Know that y'all sick as fuck. Here go this tissue, bro. We taking the dub, hoping you get you some. This here like a pick me up. She taking my drugs. Know they see the sign. That's from down the side. Know they sick as fuck. Know they sick as fuck. Tell them get well soon. Tell them get well soon. Know you sick as fuck. Get well soon. Oh shit. Watch out, you the god, Billy. Oh shit. Right now, and I'm smiling in your face, bitch. With a ghost smile, you should probably make placement. Bottles. We mash at the party that hit when we style it.